0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: we got football back and last night you saw the chiefs and the texans chiefs uh, ended up getting a win in that contest the football season the nfl season now officially underway And we'll talk more uh, about some of the bigger games coming up this weekend. Uh, Chris Raybon of the Action Network back this year. We're talking betting and picks and lines and such. And Chris, how you been?
2: How's it going, Bill? I'm excited that uh, we finally got football back. Exciting time for sports. And as a bonus, we have some NBA going on. It's a good time.
1: Yep. No doubt about it. I didn't think we'd get to this point, but, uh, we're glad, uh, we are. So as uh, some of the games this weekend, I think, uh, rather interesting. You've got, uh, first of all, in our own division, our being the, uh, NFC North, the Bears and Lions. Uh, the Bears come out is, uh, the Lions come out as a one point favorite in that contest playing at Ford Field. Uh, they opened at one. It shifted just a little bit. Talk a little bit about that game and the reason things have moved.
2: Yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, people are understandably wary of the Chicago Bears quarterback situation with Mitch Trubisky and, and Nick Foles and, and with Trubisky actually winning the job, uh, over Foles. Um, you know, Trubisky did play with an injury last year. I think, uh, we'll see a better version of him. And if you look at the action for this game, we see that 52% uh, of the bets are coming in on the Detroit Lions, but 72% of the money uh, is on the Chicago Bears. So it's this situation where uh, we've seen the books kind of shift the line, you know, to kind of go with with the public action. But some of the sharper, uh, bigger bets still coming in uh, on the Chicago Bears here.
1: Hey, explain that real quick, when because uh, people, I want to make sure that people that maybe aren't prolific betters understand when they, mm-hmm. when you say that uh, the money's coming in on the Bears, but most of the bets are going on the Lions. Explain what that means.
2: Yeah, so you can count up, uh, essentially account for, you know, the action that a a sports book gets in in two different ways. You can either look at the uh, sheer percentage of tickets uh, that a team gets, and those can be of any dollar amount. So, you know, if 50 different people bet, you know, 10 bucks each on the Detroit Lions, Um, You know that that counts as 50 different tickets. But with the money, you're just looking at the overall money, regardless of how many tickets. So it could just be one, you know, huge bet coming in on, let's say, the Bears for like 100k, and there could be, you know, 99 other bets on the Lions, but they're all, you know, five bucks or 10 bucks. You know, the Bears are going to have the majority of the money, even though the Lions are getting the majority of the tickets. So it's a good way to kind of differentiate between, uh, you know, what the public is doing, you know, the people that generally bet less money per bet, per wager, um, it's a good way to kind of tell what they're doing versus what the bigger bettors are doing. So you're usually looking for situations where uh, there's more money uh, than the actual amount of bet tickets on a side. That usually indicates that, uh, not always, but usually indicates that there's some sharper action coming in uh, on the side with more money
1: so everybody understands there you go uh the other game that I'm interested in I think a lot of people are going to be watching that's the Saints hosting the Buccaneers Tom Brady's new team they're going down to New Orleans it opened up at four points as far as the spread goes in favor of the Saints that has come down a lot of money being bet on Tom terrific right
2: yeah this actually opened you know way back when it was around five five and a half um I actually got it at five now it's 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 come down to almost a feel go at certain books. Looks like three and a half is the consensus. 62% of the bets, 67% of the money on Tampa Bay uh, at this number, three and a half. I think that's a lot more in line with what the true number should be. I think the Saints are still, uh, you know, a, a slightly better team than the Bucks, but the gap has closed considerably. But um, they're just—it's kind of a situation now where you know so many people have bet on the Bucks that. Uh, There's no real value left in this line if you're betting it now at at three and a half.
1: Give us a line on the uh, the Cowboys and the Rams. Obviously, here in uh, Wisconsin, we're going to pay attention to what Mike McCarthy does. He's the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They've released their depth chart and only have eleven starters, not uh, ten starters, not eleven. And uh, the Rams, in the meantime, coming off of a lackluster performance from last season, so where's this line at?
2: So, we have the Cowboys favored by three points and 58% of the bets coming in on the Cowboys, but 65% of the money on the Rams. And, uh, Bill, you know, I know we'll talk about this uh, probably a lot during the year, but there are certain teams that the public, uh, you know, just likes to bet on, teams that have a, a fan base that extends beyond their home city. And the Cowboys are certainly at the top of that list. And so, Oftentimes, you see the Cowboys with inflated point spreads. You see the Cowboys attracting a lot of public action, uh, but uh, in this case, the bigger bets are on the Rams, and and I think that's the correct call. Remember, you know, as lackluster as the Rams had of a season last year, uh, they actually you know posted a, a, a you know a, a, pretty much the same type of performance as the Cowboys. Uh, you know, Cowboys you know going um, under on, undergoing excuse me some shifts in terms of uh, you know, some new offensive linemen. You mentioned the new coaching staff. So, uh, you know, this is a, more of a toss up game, I think, uh, than people think. You still got Aaron Donald, uh, you know, and, and, some, and Jaywin Ramsey to, to kind of handle Amari Cooper. So this is not going to be an easy matchup for the Dallas Cowboys at all.
1: One of the other games I really find interesting, and they're actually favored, is the Seahawks traveling from up there in Seattle to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. And uh, it's not, uh, you know, west coast, east coast technically, but you're still going to the eastern time zone in Atlanta. So uh, talk about this game, because this uh, this one's pretty close.
2: Yeah, so this one opened, and it was uh, essentially a pick I I've even seen the Seahawks. Uh, as underdogs back when it first opened in February or March Uh, I think that line was way too too low and what's happened is the books have had to shift the line in a major way to kind of get uh, the money even so 70 percent of the bets on the Seahawks uh, 53 percent of the money uh, but that doesn't necessarily indicate that a lot of sharp bets were on Atlanta what it means is essentially that so much so many bets were coming in on Seattle that just to get that money to kind of shift back to, you know, 50, 50, which is ideally what the books want. You know, they kind of want the money split, you know, evenly so that they can profit either way, regardless of which side wins. Uh, they just had to shift that line a lot in Seattle's favor. So now it's up to two and a half. Uh, I don't think there's really any value there. When, when I saw it as a pick'em, them, uh, I, I jumped on Seattle, but uh, Seattle, you know, They're a team that you always got to give them the edge in these one possession games just because that's Russell Wilson's specialty. They're one of the few teams that can kind of get away with with consistently winning those type of games. And they did get better on defense, but now you're getting to the point where they have to, you know, cover by three points or maybe even more than that. Uh, it, It gets iffy, especially as you mentioned on the road.
1: On the Schneider Orange Hotline, Chris Rabon of the Action Network. You can go to actionnetwork.com and see all the different betting action that you can find uh, that's out there. Uh, Another one, Chris, uh, that I find interesting, Joe Burrow, the new quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, coming in with expectations. Cincinnati is a uh, three-point underdog at home, opening up with Joe Burrow. The Chargers going to Cincy on this one. Talk about that game.
2: So this one, in my opinion, is probably the hardest one to peg because I think, you know, you look at this line, Chargers by three, total of 42, and you think, ah, probably a low-scoring game. Chargers should be able to cover against a rookie. But there's just so much uncertainty given how good Burrow was in in school. I mean, if there's any quarterback that could come out and just kind of light it up and and kind of take everyone by surprise in week one, uh, it's Joe Burrow. So uh, right now we are seeing about 55% of of the – bets on Cincinnati, 55% of the money on the the Chargers, so kind of split mostly evenly. Uh, You know, some of the larger bets coming in on L.A., but not to where you would kind of look at it as sharp action, so I think this one is just one where the market is having a tough time really deciphering what exactly is going to go down. You also have Tyrod Taylor take it over for Rivers, so um, this is a game where I would suggest you know, if you have a kind of wean or you want to take like a long shot, maybe a Cincy money line or something like it, there's almost no nothing you can do wrong for this game because there's just it's, there's no real um, I, I think read on exactly how it's going to turn out
1: another one that I think is interesting you had so many players opt out in New England you've got cam Newton as their quarterback and really uh, after the last couple of seasons somewhat, I'm going to, I don't want to say unproven, but just has not played well or much at all because of injury. In the meantime, the Dolphins are coming in. They're underdogs just because I guess they're going into Foxborough. Uh, Fitzmagic has not had Fitzmagic, but they got Tua sitting behind him trying to learn and get ready for this. Uh, they've got a few players, you know, obviously their left tackles brand new, Austin Jackson. So, uh, we're going to see how much uh, he holds up playing that position, but, uh, talk about this game and, and the reason that the Dolphins come in uh, you know, as seven-point underdogs. Pretty good spread.
2: Yeah, and, and the Dolphins actually opened it's bigger underdogs than that. They were seven and a half, uh, eight even at some books way back when. It's, it's come down to six and a half at many books. And this is another one of those situations where, very similar to a team like the the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, the Patriots still get a lot of public action. Uh, People trust in Bill Belichick, even without Tom Brady. And so you see the Patriots getting 56% of the bet. But 76% of the money on Miami. This is a favorite game, uh, I think, uh, of sharp bettors. Uh, I took Miami at uh, 7.5 way back when these lines opened. I, I just think that the familiarity with Brian Flores, uh, you know, and, and Bill Belichick goes a long way. Remember, this Miami team beat New England not too long ago with Brady. Uh, you know, at the end of last season, and Cam Newton. You mentioned it is very unproven. It's kind of uh, you know curious that they waited until wait in the off season to kind of bring him in. After all, the the, the Zoom conferences and the installs were done uh, for the playbook, and you have Josh McDaniels, who his four worst seasons. Uh, including you know the only th- three he's ever had where he's led a team to a below average finish in points, all of them have come without Tom Brady. So uh, I don't know that New England gets it together in Week One. They're usually a team that kind of uses September to to get right and, and try some things out. And uh, now you have no preseason and, and a quarterback who came in late and not great weapons who weren't separating for Tom Brady, uh, causing him to have a, a, the lowest completion percentage he essentially had of his entire career, uh, and Cam's not nearly that accurate. So I think there's a lot of red flags uh, with the Patriots in this one, especially to cover uh, by by a touchdown or more. You know, maybe they eke out a a small victory, but I would be very uh, skeptical of them covering uh, a large spread.
1: And then real quick, we've got the Packers on the road taking on the Vikings, and uh, talk a little bit about the spread in that game.
2: Yeah, so this one, uh, it opened – We've seen it anywhere from three, three and a half. It is down to two and a half uh, in favor of the, the Vikings. 60% of the bet, 69% of the money on the Packers. And, you know, the Packers, I'm, I'm sure you know, uh, you know, way outside of just, uh, you know, your, your, your locality. People love the Packers. So this is another one where uh, it starts to get into that territory of, you know, the public's going to be all over the Packers. The books kind of shade that line uh, that way. This will by no means be an easy game for the uh, for the Packers. You know, even with Minnesota losing Stephon Diggs and, and some cornerbacks, um, still talented players across that defense. So uh, I think this will be a tightly contested one. But uh, if uh, the bet in this game, you may actually want to look at is the the total. It's uh, it's forty four and a half right now. Seventy two percent of the the bets. Ninety four percent of the money on the under. In the division last year, unders went a perfect six and zero in in Aaron Rodgers starts and uh, thirty seven and twenty eight for his career. Uh, the under also twenty nine and fifteen uh, with Mike Zimmer uh, in Minnesota. So just a you expect just a hard nosed football game. We know both teams want to run. Uh, that that may be the, the actual best bet in this game.
1: Chris, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Okay.
2: All right, Bill. Take care.
1: Thanks, pal. I'll talk to you later. There you go. Chris Raybone of the Action Network joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80 plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.